Welcome back, welcome back. That's right, the clubhouse doors have been kicked open, swinging as they may, just letting all that balmy Austin breeze in. It's the Club Cool Podcast. I'm your host, Barra Dudley, back in the lab again with Dr. Phil. What's going on, Phil? Yo. How's it been going? Uh, good, good. Just another week in paradise, right? Yeah. For my Reminds money, me of home. For my money, this week has been the worst week of weather that we've had in the last 365 days. <laughs> I knew you'd hate it. Yeah, here's the thing about me. This is just combining all of the, all of the worst things, all of my my least favorite types of weather. Rain, general wetness, humidity. We still have no sun. Mm-hmm. Still there's still no light, so it's not sunny. It's like a, a weird temperature that you can't that where it's like you can almost wear shorts and t-shirt, but then you're gonna get cold. You're gonna get a chill. Yeah, you know. Uh-huh. So you need to. It's just awful. It's just awful. And we just had a whole week of this, and it's gonna continue. Yeah, we're we're what we're doing is like I hate in it. between. We have this really nice like heavy blanket that's good for like when it's really cold. Uh huh. I mean, I'm taking that thing on and off like every other night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no I fun. Hate that. Do you do y'all have uh, a weighted blanket? No, but we're looking into it. Okay. Any suggestions? No, but I I feel like weighted blankets are popping right now. They are popping. Yeah. We have this blanket from um, Garza Marfa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look them up, Garza Marfa. Yeah. It's more of like a a quilt mm-hmm. look, but it's heavy as shit. Well, quilts are also they're popping right now too. Uh-huh. Just, you can wear one. You can wear a quilt these uh-huh. days, which is it's huge, uh, you know, for uh, for for uh, for the the quilt lovers out there. Yeah, and now that I mean, thrift stores have to be doing oh. all they can to get those old school, yeah, mom jackets. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. mad numbers on the uh, old quilted mom jackets. Anyways, we are live. We're here. We're in the early bird CBD studio, brought to you by Washed Media. Got a freewheeling pod for you tonight. We're going to do a little bandana talk that's based off of a a listener question that I got. We're going to talk about dry January. Uh And then we'll just, uh, we'll toss the ball around, see what, uh, see what type of dirt we can kick up. Did you get a haircut? No, no. This is, but it's a new, it's a new regimen. Oh. Yeah. Brought to you by. Well, so last week we talked about, we did a little Golden Globes recap. Uh Uh-huh. And I, I don't know if I told you, I don't know if I expressed enough how much I loved Brad Pitt's hair from the Golden Globes. Yeah. How envious I was of the <laughs> entire thing and how disappointed I was knowing that that required probably like a hair team of four people and a, a, a solid probably 20 minutes of blow drying mm-hmm. and then just like half a can of hairspray. Yeah. But I, I, I did what I could. We, we, you know, had date night this past Saturday, got dressed up a little bit. I was like, I'm going to go for it Saturday. I'm going to see what I can do. Yeah. So uh, uh, early, late last week, I went to the grocery store and uh, this is, you know, we're all about, uh, you know, pairing together high and low here on the Club Cool podcast. A little bit of high, a little bit of low. Matched up, works beautifully together. So I have some expensive new product and some very cheap new product. Ah. I got a mousse and a hairspray for a total of about $6 at HEB, both from Tresemme. <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> Ooh la la, yes. I think that's uh, the French. Uh-huh. It's what the French call les incompetents. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going for some high hold stuff here. Uh-huh. I read that mousse kind of like tames the, uh, 
the uh the ends when you have longer hair you get the the split ends and in the in the flyaways and all that type of stuff so the mousse is supposed to kind of tamp that all down and then on the expensive side i'm trying a new product i mean it's not crazy expensive it's like 20 bucks for a little the jar 25 or whatever it is uh it's uh bumble and bumble sumo tech and it's like a combination paste slash solid slash cream thing it's pretty. It's pretty solid. So but all it has that, like, all that in there, doesn't make it just rock hard. No, no. So I mean, it makes it. Now that's the thing. So and and I did like a I did a short version of it today. I didn't go yeah. as long with the blow dry. I didn't use as much hairspray. But it's like a towel dry, and then the mousse and the long in the you know throughout. Then initial hair dry, trying to get it to like, kind of you're blowing in that shape to it and some of the hold. And then a little bit of the sumo tech, which is again for like, it's 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 to put the put the right kind of you're you're just trying to kind of glue it in a little bit there, mm-hmm. you know you're trying to get the you get it get it to hold back, then you blow dry it a little bit more, and then just like hairspray for as long as you can stand it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about that scene in the office. Now this this did this did work. Didn't look quite like Brad's, Dude. but it was but but it was my my first big try with it as well. You know what I'm talking about when Dwight is hairspraying uh, Michael's hair back for him when he's getting ready for something. I think so. And he just, I mean, holds that <laughs> trig down for like a good minute. Yeah. You know the thing about you look at that about Brad at the Golden Globes, and it's like it it looks so perfect and so soft, and yet it is not moving. Yeah, he won't move. And so it's that's the that's the brilliance in what those professional hairstylers can do is like get it to look supernatural and soft, and I mean, and it's but it's not going anywhere. Where's so, y'all going Saturday? Foreign and domestic. Ah, that's well, right. You yeah. told me that when I saw Vi- you on Sunday. Vi- no, Sunday. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. We ran into each other at the South How Congress Hotel. Brunch? It was good. I I always enjoy brunch there. Yeah. How was the wait? The wait was okay. We're now we're talking about Cafe No Say at at, uh, at South Congress Hotel, uh-huh. which we should talk about that too because that was. Uh, it's just that's like if I had to tell you if I had to tell the the people living and visiting Austin, like where to go for for to see the style scene in Austin. That's where it is. Yeah, I agree. The, that that was I, I we walked you know we had to wait so we walked to the courtyard over to the coffee shop and all sorts of great looking style, all yeah. sorts of unique stuff. People mm-hmm. looking really good with like well-fitting clothes and cool boots and some unique stuff and great tattoos in Austin and like just the whole shebang, just a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of creative looking well-dressed people hanging around at the South Congress hotel. Yes. That's, that's the hub. Great bar. I thought I, I, for my money, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, foreign yeah. and domestic. Foreign and domestic. Had the hair popped. Had the hair had the hair sprayed onto my head. Yeah. <laughs> it's a work in progress. We'll see. All right. Yeah. You've got a uh you've got your 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 off white striped tee on yes. this evening. Reminding me of uh a recent league fit from LeBron where he was wearing like a black and white striped tee like that, and then he had one of those Ralph Lauren like indigo southwestern looking jacquard button downs over it. Great stylist. Everything he wears is incredible. It, it really like, and it's it it. I take it all with a grain of salt because he's not picking it. 
No. He definitely, he, I, we know LeBron has a stylist, but that's, but mad credit to the stylist because he always, it just always works. Just, Everything he puts on works. Uh, last week he was pictured with that ready-made bag. That custom. That's the same fit. Same fit. Same fit. Yeah. He's wearing a black and white striped tee. Man. Uh, Ralph Lauren uh, Southwestern shirt. And he's holding that ready-made bag, which is dope. Very dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's jump in. We're, we're speaking of accessories, right? Let's talk bandanas. Okay. But, but wait, hold on. Ready-made yeah. makes an accessory that is so ridiculous. That Kermit the Frog. Have you seen this? No. All right, well. well Tell me about Kermit the Frog. It's Do a little Googling. <laughs> it's like a Kermit the Frog made, of, made by ready-made in that canvas that they use on everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it is. I've only seen it pictured. It's got to be. I ridiculous. see. I'm seeing it. Yeah. How much L- can we pick one up for? It, well, it looked like it retailed for 565. Perfect. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's a it's a house thing, right? You put it on a shelf. It's decor. Maybe you toss it on the uh, the couch as yeah. like a like a like a makeshift throw pillow. <laughs> yeah. Poppy would destroy that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're really doing it. So yeah, scarfs. Sorry, bandanas. Yeah, Phil, so ha- bandana. Not yeah, how easy is it to wear a bandana? It's not. No. I mean, I I really enjoy it. Yeah. But it's not. So it's easy to wear one. In my opinion, I think it's easy to wear one rolled up, like a like you would traditionally like a cowboy. Hmm. Um, but that looks like. You know what I mean? It's rolled up. It's not... I think it's much more difficult to wear it rolled once or twice to where it's more of a triangle. Yeah, front. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a traditional... That looks... That look is too reminiscent of like... You know, we're from Texas, so I, I don't know if you ever had this at school, but we had like Go Texan days mm-hmm. and people would dress up as cowboys and farmers <laughs> and, you know, the, uh-huh. the whole... Basically the stereotype of, of quote-unquote Texas, yeah. right? yeah. And that's what that reminds me of. I'm picturing like the red bandana with like a big triangle yeah. kind of tied around and uh, basically on top of like a, a Canadian tuxedo. Mm-hmm. And it's it, a good look. And then, you know, it is, what, it is what it is. I think you're right. The way to do it is to find a bandana that, that you like and you roll it and roll it up all the way. Uh-huh. And then it's a, and you tie it around your neck. That's the way that I know you and I have styled them a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't. I do not file this all the way into the category of New York only, right? No, like, I don't the, either. The, this is a very. It, it, it's it's very wearable and doable in any city, really. Mm-hmm. But especially, it has way more of a. It's like less of a fashion vibe and just like more of like a like a cool town vibe, mm-hmm. whether that's Nashville or Denver or Chicago or Austin or wherever. Right. The the caveat here is that it's very much like a weekend play to me. Mm-hmm. This is not something that you're wearing to work. No, don't do that. Even if you're in like, a, but I mean like even if you're in like a creative office and everybody dresses cool. Right. Because it's, the. I think the reason that it works is because of its functionality. Uh-huh. Same, sa- same as, as we used to talk about for like the, 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 sh- the hip and shoulder bags. It's like if it's useful, if it's functional, if you're actually, if it is serving a purpose on your body, then it's then it's no longer an affectation, right? Mm-hmm. But so on the weekend, you're outside, you're going to the park, you're doing something. It makes way more sense to like have one tied around your neck. I agree. Yeah. And one thing I would say is like try to find. There's so many options. There's, 
I mean, millions. Try to find something that's not like the traditional bandana with like the paisley little thing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Over and over again. Great call. And try and find something that's not screaming red. Yes. Because that's like what you think of when you think of a traditional person in a bandana. Yeah. So that being said. Um, the red also skews uh, more feminine to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, capital with a K. Yeah. Our new, my new favorite brand mm-hmm. um, is like, I had no idea they were, they, they did the bandanas like this. Yeah. The $40 bandanas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still I'm, I'm okay with it because they're so cool. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm using the $40 bandanas to say that they're relatively inexpensive and attainable. Yeah. I totally, yeah, yeah. I just picked up, a, I actually just received a new bandana from Madewell ah. that I got for $6. So I'm well aware that, that, you don't have to spend forty. And Madewell but, is now doing men's clothing. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Which I we can talk about that too. I I threw in a pair of uh, of cargo pants. It was like extra forty percent off all sale. Huh. Really nice pair of cargos. Really. Not not really? too shabby. Yeah. I've toyed around when I was in on my Brooklyn trip. I popped into to a Madewell that was like exclusively men's in Brooklyn. Huh. It, it didn't. It felt very sterile in the Madewell store. Like it, like it, 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 I think the play for Madewell men's, like if I had had control over that store, I would have tried to make it feel way less like mainstream, way less corporate. Mm-hmm. I would have tried to make it feel like a double RL store or a stag or, or something like, you know, mm-hmm. like I would have tried to give it more texture and more character and not have such like bright white lights. And like, it looks too much like women's Madewell. And so the the clothes sitting there didn't ring very like authentic to me. So it's like a bunch of big buffalo plaids and stuff, and it's just like, like I don't know. Into a was, J. Crew. What's up? Like walking into J. Yeah, Crew. I mean, don't yeah. they own Madewell? They do. But it, but but even but even some J. Crew stores were like taking cues from the liquor store days, and they felt like a little bit homier, mm-hmm. a little bit, just a little bit more real. I don't know. There was something I didn't love about the Madewell store. And it's like, you know, I, I felt some of the clothes that toyed around. Like, it was okay. But I feel like, you know, we talked about this last week. The whole presentation yeah. just wasn't kind of, it wasn't it wasn't bringing it all the way home for me. Right. Having said that, the sale was good enough to try some stuff. And I, I, I dig what I got. Anyways, yes, the Capital Bandanas are super cool. I actually threw up a, a photo of me at ACL mm-hmm. wearing a bandana in exactly the fashion that we're talking about. And that one is a, a Capital Bandana. Um, but... There, you can find all sorts of, like you said, there's an overwhelming array of choice, whether they're, it's vintage or, yeah, you know, just... Go to uh, go to stagprovisions.com and then go over to the right and it says Daughters. That's their women's line. Mm-hmm. Not women's line, but women's store. And that's where you'll find a shit ton. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Good looking ones that you like? Yeah, this capital yeah. one with the, the swallowtail. Oh, so that's listed in women's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so one other thing that I wanted to throw in here is if you have a bandana, let's say you want to get in on this, you buy one, you're going to test it out there, uh, uh, growing up, my dad always, always, always carried around a bandana in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. Just had a bunch of them always cause, and he used it for everything. Used it as uh, a napkin if you didn't have one. Or 
or a, a or, or a kerchief, or it just like it 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 always seemed to have a use, and he always had one, and he was ready. And he was ready, and I, I I've noticed a couple guys at Howler that do the same thing. Ah, and we you know we've done we did like an ACL bandana this yeah. past year actually speaking of ACL, and um, I, I've I've seen them doing that too. So I, I threw one in the pocket just like just to kind of it's a, it it it's a way to get it out of the house if anything yeah. you know uh-huh. and then you have it with you and then you can kind of like mess around with it uh-huh. you can kind of you know what I mean it's just She's like a friend it's a yeah yeah and I think it's like a good way to kind of if you're not quite ready to like throw it around your neck and go go all the way to that look at least you have it with you you're it's yeah. it's a baby step. It is. And it's also one that, you know, if you're just knocking around with like five or six dollar kind of traditional bandana, then you can use it for anything and not worry about it. You throw it in the wash. They uh-huh. wash really well. It's just like another way to kind of to to and, and you know, you'll see it poking out on wherever, whichever jean or pant pocket you, you have it s- stuffed in. Are these guys blowing their nose into this thing and then no. putting it back into their pocket? I've not seen them do that. We cannot have that. Yeah. That don't don't grinds don't fully use it as a as a Kleenex. You've seen it done though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't suggest it. I've never understood that because then the thing is, you have snot in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> right. When was that ever? A good and nobody idea? nobody wants that before before the uh, the invention of the Kleenex, Phil. Well, that's been invented for well past our lifetime, and I've still seen it a hundred times. I don't has has you think disposable Kleenexes have been around that long? Look it up. today in uh googling stuff tissue was originally designed in 1924 yeah as a cold cream remover okay all right so they've been around they're going on 100 years how about that (laughs) just don't blow your nose just in in just a uh short four years we'll be able to to celebrate the centennial anniversary of of Kleenex. We need to set aside a pod well yeah we will we'll, we'll put that on the calendars right now we'll go ahead and put that on the google calendar yeah. Anyways, though that's that that's my rundown on bandanas. Um you you want to take it up all the way to the head for like a little bit more like a hippier vibe. I think again you're you that that you're pushing into even more kind of like outdoor festival territory there. That feels like even more like camping or hiking yeah. or festivaling or you know what I mean? It's like a. It's just. It's. It's even crunchier than than having it around your neck. Oh yeah, totally. I, I so, could never pull that off. You could pull it off with that. With the hair. With that yeah. Salad. Yeah. With the lettuce. I can't, uh, because then I just. It's like a fro. Hmm. Um. Well. But that's the extent of my of my bandana suggestions because I don't really think I. It's it's too much of a. Well, I it, would like to try the 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 unrolled. That's my goal for twenty twenty. With the triangle, yes. Okay, but still, but that's going to be around your neck. It is. Yeah, yeah. Also, that's what I was going to say. Like a, that's also the, you, if you you're going to put it up around your nose and look like a bank correct. robber too. Is that yeah. part? Of, that's part of it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'll do. Okay. I used to run the trail like that when the cedar was out. Yeah. And man, did I get some looks. <laughs> well, that's because people thought that you were about to rob uh, rob a yeah. bank. Uh, yeah, Justin Bieber. That's what I was going to say. He wears like the Tupac look. With the knot in the front, don't do that. Yeah, I think I'm pretty positive that the cool kids know not to do that. All right. Yeah, just a disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. All right. That is going to uh, to wrap it up for the bandana talk, I think. That's the pod. Thank you all again and, uh, for this yeah. week. We'll see you on next <laughs> We're not we're not quite done. We're not quite done. I've got to uh, I've got to interrogate you about something, Phil. But okay. first let's take a let's take a break. Hear from a sponsor. Phil, let's talk about Hawthorne. I'm talking about some really nice smelling and beautiful cologne and bath product and shampoo and conditioner, just all around great grooming product is what we're getting from I was, Hawthorne. I was waiting for you to bring them up. Yeah. Man, it's, they yeah, hooked us up. You, you, we, we, each, we each have our kits now. We got one of everything. We got one of everything. You've had a couple weeks to use it. Oh, it's great. I mean, I, I, obviously smelling good, that's important. And the Hawthorne stuff all smells really, really good. From the deodorant to the shampoo to the conditioner to the body wash, to the bar soap. I know you're loving the bar soap. Yep, just cracked it open. Feels great to exfoliate, Phil. Mm-hmm. I, I, if you don't exfoliate, you need to be you need to be doing it with Hawthorne's body bar. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, look, it's very easy. You go to hawthorne.co. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E.co. And you're going to take a quiz. It's going to ask you a bunch of questions. What's your hair type? What's your skin type? How often do you shower? How long is your hair? What's your main hair need? It's getting it's getting the rundown on you so that it can provide you the complete battery of all the best products that smell amazing, everything perfectly suited based on the th- on the answers that you gave for the questions. It's very easy. It's fun. I really like taking quizzes. Then I like getting lists that lay out perfectly exactly what I need. That's what Hawthorne is doing for us here with the whole shebang. One more thing I got to tell you about beautiful packaging. Absolutely. You are going to want to just do one of those things that they do in the movies where you just take your arm and you just like, you knock everything off, <laughs> off of yes. the, off of the counter. That's what you're going to do with all your old product. Cause the Hawthorne stuff looks really, really good. Your significant other is going to be impressed as well. No more bright green bottles from the grocery store. This is sleek, minimal, gorgeous packaging that you get from Hawthorne. It all smells good. It's all great. Just go try it. Hawthorne.co. Use my code, promo code. Use my, yeah, that's two codes in there. No, just kidding. Promo code is cool, C-O-O-L, to get 10% off your first purchase. Once again, Hawthorne.co, H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E.co. Use that code cool, get 10% off of your purchase. And we're back, Phil. All right, I've uh, I've got to hear your side of the story, and I just want to have a general general discussion on this whole dry January thing. You're gonna roast me, is what you're gonna do. I'm not gonna roast you. I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a fair shake. <laughs> so, you know, we just talked about a great wellness brand, a great uh, you know product brand in Hawthorne. It's very popular with people our age, with the millennials. You want to take care of yourself. It's health and wellness. Mm-hmm. All that everything in this realm is trending. Mm-hmm. A big one that's been bubbling for many years, but f- seems to really be reaching its fever pitch right now, is the concept of dry January. Which is, I, I, if you're listening to this podcast and you've never heard of dry January, then you should probably you know crawl out from under that rock. So I, I feel like an idiot explaining it to you. But just in case, just to, just to lay it all out there, you indulge a lot over November and December. 
holidays, lots of food, lots of desserts, lots of seeing family, lots of drinking, lots of parties. You come into January and it's time to detox. The objective is to go for the whole month without having anything to drink. Is that right? With alcohol in it. Without alcohol. <laughs> yeah, you can have... Uh, <laughs> You can, uh, you can have liquids. You can participate in drinking water, I guess. <laughs> all right. So I, I, I'm okay. I'm that. That all sounds well and good, but what? But what is the motivation to do Dry January? Um. So, it's, does everybody really feel that bad no, after no, 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 the no, no, holidays? No. What What I really last year I did it and completed it for the first time ever, and I was super excited at the end of it because I felt the exact same as I did at the beginning. So if I felt <laughs> drastically different, I would have had a real problem. Oh, okay. So you would have, so, so you are, you're coming at it from like, you're testing yourself to make sure that alcohol is not ruining your life. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, cause <laughs> yeah, I was, I was for a moment there. I did think it was ruining my life. You know what I mean though? Like if you, that, that, this is a great reason. This, this is, I mean, maybe we're maybe we're figuring something out about about me here. <laughs> I would be nervous about that. About no, you wouldn't about doing dry January and being like, oh my god, I feel so much better. I'm not as tired at work. Uh huh. Uh, I'm like, I'm sleeping better. Like I feel stronger. Like all these positive things. Yeah, that's what you don't want. That's what I happen. don't want. No, you're right. I don't want that. It's not going to. <laughs> If you're like a, if you're like really putting back some drinks every night for years on end, uh-huh. you're probably going to notice a drastic difference. I would think. I don't know, but the reason I do it is a to challenge myself because it's a challenge. Yeah, to turn down going out and to happy hours and stuff like that. And if you do go, you're drinking, you know, sparkling water or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's really the main motivation is to just to to challenge challenge yourself. yourself. Yeah, okay. yeah. But also. That- I, you know, I started listening to everybody talking about how your liver can regenerate itself in 30 days. Okay. Not that my li- <laughs> not that I'm like cirrhosis of the liver over here, but I, I want to live forever. If if that's if that's possible in our lifetime, sign me up. Same, same. So I'd love to become a uh, a vampire. If yes, if, if y'all know any of them out there, that sounds great. Let's get a true. This is the first step to becoming a vampire. Yeah. True blood reboot. And I'll, I'd like to just be the real thing. Uh, so anyway, I don't know, man. I really, I like the challenge, and I think that it's it's necessary because, you know, not that that we overdo it at all, but on the weekends you're going. I mean, typically you're having drinks, correct? Mm-hmm. You're not. These aren't like college day drinks, but no. a couple cocktails. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not the best thing to put into the liver. Right. Well, so might I mean, as well give it a break. Reports are differing out there, Phil. A lot of people say that the anti- antioxidants are, are great for your health. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I think there's some other negatives to it, too. There's a lot of sugar in a lot of those. I, I, a recent study came out that said between, between the three groups of people, those that drink moderately, those that drink too much, and those that don't drink at all, uh-huh. those that drink moderately live the longest. Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with stress level it is. and stress, having fun and stress being relief. social. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, well, we're going to see how it goes. I'm, we're almost there. The you're halfway through. Yeah. The, the the challenging yourself part, I think, is the one that I understand the most and and is the most 
interesting Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. Whether it's, you know, signing up for a race or doing a triathlon or like, you're just, you're setting a goal that you know will be hard so that you can achieve it and then feel good about doing so. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. I think my problem is with it being in January. First of all, January, I'm pretty sure, oh God, I'm about to make myself sound like an idiot here, aren't I? I'm going to bust out the calendar and just double check. Yes, I am correct. January has 31 days. (laughs) So it's a long month. (laughs) Thank you for letting me uh, vamp there while I figure that out. Suggestion, what's wrong with dry February? Yeah, (laughs) That's not a real challenge, Barry. Only 28 days in that month, 29 this year. It's a leap year. But so that's my one thing. And then my other rebuttal to to this is that January for me is when I feel like seasonal affective disorder sets in the most. What is that? You've never heard of SAD? (laughs) SAD? Seasonal affective disorder? No. Oh, it's like, it's, it's proven. Your, your body begins to react to the lack of sunlight. Oh yeah, for sure. And I hate the time. Makes you way more prone to feeling shitty and depressed. Uh huh. So why not throw some alcohol at it? (laughs) (laughs) So I, I kind of struggle with thinking about like going through January. The weather's crappy. You just got over the high of the holidays, and then you're basically like going to confine yourself to not doing anything. You can still do things. You just you. Don't go to the bar. Like I, like I just, I don't know. I, I dinners, dinners, dude. Yeah, you could save. If all right, so if if y'all are both not drinking, that's when you can really save some cheddar. But you know, the cocktails you're getting out. What are mm-hmm. they? Minimum thirteen dollars. Yeah, more yeah. like fifteen. If you're at, yeah, at a restaurant, you're gonna have two. Sure, sure. Sixty dollar bottle of wine. Right. Yeah. So you could, you know, that's not the real motivation here, but that's another plus. You can still go out. And go to dinner. Yeah. Um, stay away from the bar, though. That's pretty difficult. I've done it, but it's not fun. I, I, we're not. I mean, it, it's pretty easy, though. We're we're not. Yeah, like, I know. I know. But it's slamming it's, the bars. Is I agree. Every but if you're there, you're at a bar for a reason. Typically, it's. I mean, I, and and I guess part of this is I just don't want to. Maybe I'm having a hard time admitting that I just like don't want to to exert that type of restraint. In the you know ever in any month, <laughs> <laughs> come on, do it in February. Maybe I'll try. That's the other thing. January sneaks up on you so quickly. I feel like you 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 have a glass of champagne on New Year's Eve. You wake up and then you're just supposed to 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 it's call over. it cold turkey. It's over. But then, like immediately, there's we we talked about dry January this this year, uh-huh. and then like within. Two days, I think I was already having drinks. Back it was like January third, and it was yeah. I was ready for it, man. We had a big, big time New Year's Eve. Is Ashley doing this with you this no. month? No, no. Oh. She she says that when she gets pregnant, that'll be her <laughs> sobriety. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's fair. That's and a that's fair a argument. One. That's a fair argument as well. Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 I get my my. Overall feeling is that I don't want to do it in January because I feel the need for more. So like I, January is a month where I want to do things because otherwise it's probably, I mean, it's generally like the worst month of the year. 
Yeah, I I think that for me the hardest doing this and like forget about doing it in December November because there's so many things to go to. Yeah, so many events, so many commitments. January, there's very few. That that all fair and the and you know just to argue against myself here. I, looking through the months, I can come up with great excuses for why none of them make sense to be dry. Yeah, and you know that's just that's a that's a personal issue that I'll just have to take up with myself. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Dim the lights. Turning into therapy. Just hop session. on the couch over Here. there. <laughs> yeah, but a lot, but a lot of people are taking part in this. This is this is super popular, and the more steam it picks up, the more I feel like I'll be pressured into. To, yeah. to joining my fellow millennials and taking this this chill pill over the month of January. Yeah, I think that it, it it's definitely um, necessary. I do for some for somebody. I mean, think about it. I mean, in high school, I don't know about you, but we were boozing. Mm-hmm. Not well. Fuck. I guess no, fresh, no, freshman no, year pretty, yeah. we had a couple things going on, but. Sure, sure. Every Ju- year, by junior year, yeah, there's a lot of drinking. There's a lot of drinking, yep. and so that you know, all those years of of drinking, I think that we can justify thirty days, spirit. Thirty one days. days, whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, you make you're making good points, and when I'm <laughs> when I'm saying my arguments out loud, I just sound like an alcoholic. So uh, you know, maybe <laughs> you're I'll, not an alcoholic. Maybe, you like no, a, I'm no, I'm like absolutely, I'm absolutely not. But I, but I totally, I can hear. If I listen to this back, and I'm, and I can hear myself just being like, "Well, I don't want to give it up," and that it doesn't. I don't want to give it up either. But doesn't sound great. It's, uh, I don't know. We'll see. If I, I'll get through it this year. Let's see what next year holds. Yeah. Well, let's see how you feel in February when you start. If I feel totally different, then we've got a real issue on our hands. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, the urge is there. Though I will say that, like when we're at home cooking dinner on the weekend. Oh yeah, love a, a, a oh, ice yeah. cold cocktail, Barrett. Yes, can't have it. Yeah, and that that does bug these these especially on these pod these podcast days for me too. I, for the for a really long time, the, the, you you go through these you, you can really like break out these stages. It's actually been interesting over the years because from I would say from about twenty. Six ish, twenty, yeah, twenty six ish, twenty six, yeah. Sorry, it's been a long day, guys. From about twenty six, from about twenty six to nominally thirty one for me, thirty even, yeah, right about thirty one. That like five six years right there, very much. I was like none during the week, yeah, and then only on the weekends. Uh huh. But during that time frame, there's still the 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 nights where you have five or six or seven, and you're going out, weddings, parties, right. the whole thing. Those nights are are way more frequent. Uh huh. Now, moving into the to the to the true, you know, the meat of the 30s. Those are so few few and far between, and you are at home so much more often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That I'm finding, and the nights do like like two or three drinks are sometimes the most that you have, and like on any given night in a whole month. Now I'm finding myself drinking 
even just one drink mm-hmm. on a weeknight mm-hmm. way more often. Yeah. Like, so, so for, you know, on today, for example, full work day, recorded oysters, clams, and cockles, recorded club cool, going to go home. We'll have to edit the podcast and upload it. Need some dinner. Like you bet your ass I'm having some, I'm having one, I'm having one drink tonight. <laughs> you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> what will it be? Tell me about it. Tell me how you're going to pour it. So how many ice cubes? So here's my, here's my new, my new thing is an, a, a, a cider actually. Oh. It's from Austin East Ciders. And I was, I'm not a big cider dude, but they have one called Brute, which basically tastes like a half champagne, half beer. And that doesn't even sound that good to me describing it. But this, it's really, maybe it's, 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 it's really, really good. It's, and it's only a hundred calories and it's not as sweet as other ciders. It's only a few grams of sugar, but you get like the, you get like the carbonation from like a champagne, but like the kind of beerishness of a cider. I don't know. It's it's re- they're really really good. Really, I've seen. I it highly there. suggest okay. if you if if you're in an area that carries Austin East ciders, and I think they're one of the more prevalent cider brands in the country at this point. If you see the Brute light blue cans, check it out because they're they're great. They're a delicious treat. Are they Tall Boys? No. All right, I always see them in Tall Boy format. Yeah, yeah, I see those too. I don't want that. No, just a just a twelve ouncer. Okay. And then the other, the, you know, we we. Uh, we drink red wine a lot. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's usually the go-to. And then I've now still that got, has some good benefits. It does. And then I've still got uh, the I've still got some Stellas left over from the holidays. Some canned Stellas. Stella. So those are the those are the drinks of of, of choice, choice currently. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm uh, I'm about to get on to um, some fungi. <clears throat> if you remember, you're gonna do some mushrooms. Yeah. <clears throat> no. <laughs> Remember when we talked about mushrooms, the guy on Joe Rogan? That uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, uh, Paul Stamets. Stamets. Paul Stamets, I think. So he has a, a website. I've been meaning to go to this ever since I listened to that podcast, fungi.com, F-U-N-G-I. And he sells this. I mean, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. This is what happens <laughs> when you don't drink. Uh, he, he went into it on the pod about the benefits of these mushrooms and, and all this stuff and you know, since I plan on being around for probably another 90 to 100 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Sounds about mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm shooting for. I'm going to be trying out the Rishi, R-E-I-S-H-I um, extract. So this little mushroom This here, is fungi.com? Fungi.com. This, this dude ha- literally has the domain yeah. fungi.com. Yeah. Isn't that great? He'll, he'll even show you how to grow shrooms. I think you can buy spores, maybe. I don't know. Wait, and re- like you're spelled like you said F U N G I. Yeah. Not F U N G U Y. No. Not like he's a fun guy, no, no. double entendre, <laughs> play on words. No, that would be terrible. Okay. The Rishi um, is the number one selling um, mushroom species worldwide, promotes cardiovascular system health, enhances the body's ability to adapt to stress, and overall wellness support, supports energy and stamina. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You gonna pass? I'm gonna pass. Come on. I'm. The, I'm not. We're in. I do not. I generally don't buy into like vitamins, yeah. supplements. The Neither whole, do I. The that's whole that's why I'm having such a tough time with this. But I totally understand being in the middle of dry January. 
I'm l- grasping. L- really like dead in the middle of it and just being like, fuck it, I'm trying I'm, I'm trying some dried <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> Gotta Listen, see what it does. Listen, man, this guy made a lot of good points about mushrooms. Yeah? I do, I will say this. I know that, that eating, actually ingesting, no, I'm not talking about in capsule form or anything, but mm-hmm. ingesting mushrooms has a ton of great benefits that I cannot recite at this moment. Even when they're like on your pizza? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Rishi, Rishi mushrooms. Um, this is this just got me thinking about this. So, quick aside here: uh, the Astros, mm. the, they've fallen on on a uh, on a hard time <laughs> this yeah. past week. But it got me thinking. Look, the Astros. What's ha- what happened to the Astros? The fallout, them getting caught, everything. It made me think about a lot of things. But I think my biggest takeaway from it was that government conspiracy theories are never true. Okay, why? why? <laughs> you want me to take you through the reasoning? Please. Yeah. The Astros, in a brilliant scheme that was clearly like, you know, had some benefit or they wouldn't or they, they would have they stopped. They would have been like, this is, we're not going to risk. Yeah. We're not going to risk it. Uh-huh. Like it must have been pretty helpful. Right. Or they, they yeah. thought it was. All they had to do was keep nominally 35 players and get them to keep their mouth shut. Right? Yeah, that's not that easy. That's all, but that's all, but 35 people. Yeah, right. They got they got to get 35 people to buy in and then and and never say anything. Uh-huh. Couldn't do it. Right. Mike Fierce, his old bitch ass, left, left the team. <laughs> And and spilled the beans. He, after he had won a title. After he had won, yeah. What's wrong with that guy? So I and and I think he may have been traded in the middle of the season or something like that. Okay. Lot of lot of sour grapes from Mike Mike Fears Mike yeah. Fires is is what I what I gather. Nobody nobody likes that guy. So he leaves, spills the beans, mm-hmm. gets involved with the whole report to the Athletic. And yet we think that it's even remotely possible that the number of people it would have taken oh, to right, like right. do something like 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 fake a lunar landing right. <laughs> and nobody to create anything. a hoax and nobody ever says anything. Right. Nobody involved uh-huh. ever comes out and leaks anything to the media or writes a tell all or says something or gets involved in a report. Hey man, they're good. Good at keeping their mouth shut. That's that, and and that's you know I love a good conspiracy theory. Yeah, they're great to to listen to. And it's like, yeah, but somebody would say something Absolutely. eventually. All those people that were like featured on movies <laughs> and like had books written about them that were part of the lunar landing, they're just yeah. gonna go along with it. And even somebody like, cracks eventually. <laughs> so people have too much time on their hands, Barry. That's that's my that's my greatest takeaway from. Uh, from the Astros scandal. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> You've cracked the code. I've cracked the code. Still got our rings though, baby. Yeah, I mean, but are they coming for them? Are they coming for the title, you think? No. They can't, they no. Man, wouldn't that be something? They can't. I'll I will never watch baseball again if they do. Boycott. Total total boycott from me. Yeah. They couldn't have been the only team doing it either. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and if you take our titles, then you absolutely have to take the Patriots titles too. Yeah. Not that the not that the MLB would be able to do that. I don't think. Sure, uh, they can. 
Hey, yeah, we're gonna uh, we're revoking uh, Patriots titles too. We, we no control over them, but we're doing it. Yeah. No, but but same thing. The Patriots routinely getting caught filming other sidelines, blatantly cheating, mm-hmm. bending the rules, finding a competitive edge. Think about how much easier it is in the NFL too. The the signs that are getting called are, are right there in the open in a massive stadium. There's yeah. no like you're not covering it in between your legs. Right. Right. Um, yep. it's not just a few fingers. They've got billboards <laughs> with stupid <laughs> characters and yeah, shit on them. Yeah. So, so no, they, they can't, they can't take the title. No way. I hope not. Yeah. All right, Phil. That is, uh, that's all I got for today, man. Okay. Well, I'll report back after I get on these shrooms. Yeah. Tell, tell me which ones you're buying again. Rishi. Rishi. Okay. Phil, well, Phil is going to... Life. Phil's going to go do the, the Rishi mushrooms, uh-huh. and I'm going to go home and have a, a, an Austin Eastsiders brute and a delicious bowl of minestrone soup. Ooh. Yeah. We made it in the Instant Pot. All right, guys. Uh, that is doing it for Club Cool. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Club Cool Pod. You can follow me at Barrett Dudley. You can follow Phil. At Tag. Yeah. Great content coming from Great. Phil lately. Yeah. You were at a record store yeah. this past weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. I posted you up on the feed. I, I appreciate know, I that. I don't know if you saw that. Charlie Crockett. Uh, go support our sponsors. Check out Hawthorne. Great bath products. Once again, if you need anything like that, that's the spot to check out. Code, is, code. Cool. code is cool. 10% off. If for any reason you don't need great product from Hawthorne, support us directly. Club patreon.com slash club cool it's two dollars a month join today you won't pay anything until february we're releasing some editorials we're definitely definitely coming back with a best things under list this month mm-hmm. i think we skipped it in december sorry about that but definitely we'll have a january one it will be here very soon we're gonna have video pretty soon right this that- year this, this year? year, okay, man, what a tease! Yeah, if if for for anybody that that um doesn't know what we look like, it, yeah, well, I was gonna say that's not like in tune with Wash Media and circling back. We will, we will be taking our talents to the Washed Studio in Westlake very soon. As soon as as soon as as soon as it's ready, we'll be recording there. Big ribbon cutting, ceremony. big ribbon, yeah, uh-huh. and they are working on uh, getting video set up as well. So very, very soon, we we hope to have a, a YouTube feed and all the pods live on video, yeah, which is segments lined up, which is both very exciting, but also, um, you know, now I'm going to have to think about I'm mm-hmm. think about what I wear on on camera because we're, we're we're the thing is we meet at the intersection of style and pop culture, which means that we'll, we'll have to 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 pretend like we have style. Whew. Yeah. All right. Well, I better start. That that I mean, you know, that's shit. the corner that we put ourselves in. Give us, give us, tell me what you 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 have a segment idea. Let's hear it. Video segment idea. Uh, first segment idea. It's called show and tell. Mm, I like this. Yeah. So Barrett and I will once a month, maybe more frequently, bring in an object, whether <laughs> whether it's clothing, <laughs> art. Your first one can be the Rishi mushrooms. I can't wait. Yeah. And uh yeah, we're going to show it off. We're going to just, you know, go over it. Something that's relevant and cool. Video is going to change the actually game. Actually has. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh yeah, that that'll be great. Show and tell in the clubhouse. Good stuff. Very very good stuff to look forward to. Mm-hmm. All right. 
That's it for us. We will see you next week. Welcome to the club.